0: Welcome to another episode of the No Feeding Tube Show. I'm your host, Devon McLaren, and I'm here to help you live your best food life following or during head and neck cancer treatment. Thanks so much for listening. This is a lived experience and one that I think is better shared. And if you like the show, consider supporting it by showing me the love on the show link. Every little bit helps. So grab your favourite beverage or your walking shoes and let's get started. Welcome to episode 9 of the No Feeding Tube show. I'm your host Yvonne McLaren and in this episode I'm going to be discussing doing the journey solo. And if you're enjoying this show, I'd ask you to show some support if you could by purchasing me a cup of coffee, there's a little button on the show notes there, it's a heart and that enables you to help me continue to make these episodes because I, I think people are listening, um, I hope people are listening but today's episode is a bit of a sad one because I lost my mother this week, uh, four days ago in fact, I spent Easter bedside vigil um, with my sister and the rest of my family, uh, caring for my mother, who sadly passed away on Monday. I'm going to try and not be too sad. She was 92, she had a great life, and we will see her off next week. But it got me thinking about what I could discuss in this episode and and how uh, my mother's passing, Moira, affected my entire head and neck cancer journey and the part that she played in that for me which was a big part because I was living overseas when I knew that there wasn't something right and when I came home back to Australia and they diagnosed what was happening with me uh, I had to go and move back in with my mother because my house had been tenanted and there we sat like a couple of senior citizens in our armchairs, watching television and going to bed at 6.30 at night and I will be forever grateful to my beautiful mother for helping me again and in some ways I think it gave her a sense of purpose again in looking after her baby. There are five of us and I'm the youngest. So doing the journey solo and by that I refer to... um, I've been reading a little bit on social media about some people who have asked group questions around what do they do uh, given that their partner has decided to leave them during the process or before the treatment process started or their other half or their spouse didn't want to tackle the journey with them uh, so that's what I want to talk about today and because I did the journey solo, in that when I finally left my mother's home and came back to my own home, you know that's when the real healing started, and there were there were times, and as we all know, they can be very dark uh, but there are times if you're on your own you you really really, really need. Uh, some skills and some tools to help you stay motivated Motivated. sorry I'm a bit tired it's been a big week you need some tools to stay motivated you need some tools for self-care and you need some tools for mental health and they're the three areas that I'm going to touch on briefly today uh, as a single entity who went through this barbaric treatment So how do you stay motivated and how do you stay on course? And and, and the importance of that self-motivation and solo eating, they were the three areas that I felt fell into that motivational bucket. How do you stay on course? Uh, The importance of keeping yourself motivated and giving yourself joy and making sure that you continue to eat good, nourishing food even when you're solo eating and that solo eating part is very important and I I talk about this in the uh, mind food body program about some of the things that I implemented to ensure that solo eating became Just as important as if you were creating food for a family and there's not all this different creating food for children, creating food for spouse, creating food for you. How do you start to uh, address and create menus uh, in a family situation? which is quite different to doing it solo. When you're solo, you don't have that issue uh, and you equally don't have someone preparing meals for you. Uh, So you must, just by pure necessity, stay connected to food if you can. And I've talked about this in previous episodes, but if you're doing the journey solo, uh, I know someone who used to set a timer on her phone to remind her to eat and you know I notice this now as I'm going through this grief and funeral arranging for my mother that uh, this afternoon I spent the afternoon cleaning out my refrigerator and I had all this (laughs) food that I'd made the week before my mother passed away and it was all in the bottom of the fridge it wasn't edible so I had to set about throwing all that food out, cleaning out the containers, cleaning out the fridge, working out what fresh food I had and I have. And um, I don't particularly feel like going down to the shops and doing my food grocery. So I've got some frozen things that I can make soup up with. Uh, I did manage to go and get some beautiful pork fillets, which I've prepared this afternoon for myself. Uh, with some beautiful uh, panko, Japanese panko crumbs on them, and I intend on cooking one of those for dinner tonight. I went and got some Indian takeaway, some beautiful lamb korma with lots of sauce, some lentils, some palak paneer, which is spinach and cheese, and I've frozen them that into certain you know, containers, labelled it and popped it in my freezer. It's tough, you know, doing this on your own. Uh, And I know that people doing it on their own do tend to uh, reach out to social media. And that's great, but I think it's really important that you have some tools for yourself, that you know how to manage this process yourself and keep yourself motivated. Stay on course and ensure that solo eating isn't neglected just because it's only you. I think too, self-care, again because of what's happening with me this week, self-care kind of took a bit of a back seat and I realised that my neck was really stiff. So last night I went and had a massage and this morning I took myself up for a beautiful hills hike for a couple of hours with a person that I knew would understand My sadness and uh, I think from a mental health perspective, it's really important that as a solo person on this journey, you learn to surround yourself with relationships and people that are supportive, that are positive and that drive and motivate you. Now, whether that's eating, exercise, self-care or all of the above, that is, uh, I believe, very important to make sure that you have yourself surrounded with positive relationships, friends, family, strangers, people that you uh, go to for auxiliary treatment, um, uh, people at your local um, spiritual house or church or yoga or whatever you do, it's important to make sure that you are surrounded with people who... Understand and empathise your journey. And I mean, unless really someone's been through it themselves, there is some difficulty with people understanding what's happening with your journey, particularly from a food perspective. But I'm finding the longer I'm on this path, the more uh, I know how to surround myself now with the right sort of people to help me because life goes on life goes on around you and the big challenge for me at the moment is working out how I'm going to travel internationally again and I've, I've booked my next overseas uh, trip and that was a big big milestone for me because I had been living uh, overseas in another country when I had to come home. And and really, the last three or four years has been COVID healing and head and neck cancer treatment, you know. Uh, (laughs) So that's been a big milestone for me was planning to succeed, planning where I was on my journey and planning that next big milestone for me, which is going to be a big walk at the end of the year. At the moment I'm trying to work out how to eat on that journey because as we all know, uh, food becomes very limiting for us so I've had to create this uh, journey, if you like, as a solo person around what I know I can do and I've made sure that there's a little bit of leeway there for me just to push my boundaries out a little bit. I'm going to keep this brief, this podcast, this time around because um, I'm tired and uh, I think that doing the journey solo, there's a lot more information in this particular subject that I'm not going to be able to cover today. So in many ways, this episode is um, in honour of my mother, Moira McLaren. And uh, her beautiful art life. And that noise was my cat coming back in the cat flap. And I'm not going to edit that out. (laughs) So the three things as a journey, uh, as doing this journey solo is motivation. Stay on course and the importance of solo eating. Self-care, making sure you maintain your massage, your exercise and your mental health. And with your mental health, making sure that you surround yourself with positive people, uh, build a plan to succeed and make sure you continue to build on your milestones and experiment. So I'll sign off on that note. Eat well. Please support the show if you find some value in listening to what my journey's been like and what I've managed to research and learn from other people. Uh, I'll sign off and I look forward to having you join me on my next episode. Take care. Eat well, everybody.